0: for 20% off. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, where you're gonna hear a valuable hunting-based conversation that's tailored for us Southern folks. If you love what we do and would like to support Southern Ground Hunting, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southerngroundhunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes below. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today Again, that's patreon.com forward slash southerngroundhunting. You can also support us by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more than you know, and we greatly appreciate it. And now, let's get to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to an episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I've got Matthew Reeves here with me. Um, Matt, what's going on, buddy?
1: Man, just life, just summer, you know, it's uh, kind of in the lull of doing anything, just trying to catch up on all my checklists before September gets here, but man, I can't really complain, I've got to do a little fishing and be with my family, so I'm enjoying it. Um, Fourth of July coming up, got big, you know, got plans for that this weekend and stupid heat hitting the south. Um, are you gonna are you gonna be
0: outside the next couple of days? Bro, I I haven't been outside much in the last uh this this past week. I've just been yeah. getting getting all my business work done. It's been it's been busy, dude. Just traveling. I feel like I've been in a different state every week. Yeah, um, every time
1: I, I text you or call you, you're like I'm here, I'm there and I'm like, man. It's a lot hard to hard to pin you down right now.
0: It's a lot. Uh we did get to go to the uh the tethered event uh the five-year anniversary this weekend that was pretty cool yeah uh, that was I hate I missed that man you look like you had a gr- great time there bro that it was it was a really good time tethered tethered always kind of goes above and beyond uh whenever it comes to stuff like that like they had stuff for the kids um it was just a good time really good time but speaking of tethered I also uh, I also got a, a new saddle in the mail. Yeah, you got a
1: little care package.
0: Yep. So tell us what what which saddle? What
1: is it? The new one that they just released?
0: Yep, the it's, lockdown. It's the lockdown saddle. The um, recliner of all saddles. And it is sweet. It is so sweet that I am uh, likely going to be using it this year, which is which is a pretty big deal for me because I like the Phantom. Like I've, I just I liked the Mantis whenever it came out, um, and I would still be comfortable in the Mantis, but I obviously like the Phantom better. Uh, yeah. I even had a Phantom Elite. Um, I got a, I tried an XL Phantom because uh, I've heard people say that they're it's more comfortable, it's more space, so it's a little more comfortable. Tried that, didn't like it. Uh, went back to the regular size Phantom and didn't change it. And honestly, whenever I saw the the original stuff about lockdown. Uh, I figured it was just a, a good option for some people who value some of those things. Well, I tried it on, dude, and I'm like, apparently, I value some of those things because I'm going to be changing it. Yeah,
1: I, 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 when you know, I've got to see yours. I want to see what it's about. Um, I I was skeptical of of it at first. You know, I was just like, oh, they it's just a bigger saddle for for people who feel like they need more comfort. You know. Kind of like you said, you did the Manus Phantom, you tried all checked all the boxes. I hated the manis um, and that was probably because I didn't know what I was doing and I had a homemade platform. I don't suggest <laughs> a homemade platform um that is you know, they can be safe, but man, that thing when it came down and I was nervous swinging around, but the comfort channels have changed everything for me uh, with my phantom. I, I'm on my second phantom right now and it's just it's great. So to try this lockdown, I'm pretty pretty excited about it. I like the big pouches on the sides.
0: All right, um, so those,
1: those seems cool.
0: So here's my deal with the pouches. I freaking love them. Um and I didn't know if I would just because you know they're kind of big. I carry camera stuff and so I've already got a, a pretty big pack um most of the time and I carry the the um the Everly Stock X two. And so it's kinda it's kinda big, you know, it's bulky ish. So um, I didn't know if I'd like these big pouches. Well the pouches are just like in the perfect spot and the right size that I can fit my camera arm and fluid head in one of those. Um I can fit ropes and everything else in another one. And so I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I could potentially be able to carry all myself filming equipment not potentially I mean I know I can with this lockdown saddle with the the stirrups I guess is what it's called the the shoulder straps um because it's made to to take the uh the predator platform and you can do the predator platform and that can carry your sticks and your platform uh and you can if you need extra space you could put some uh like molly pouches I, it or something pouches
1: the yeah the small when they i have one of those molly pouches and it's attached to my Everly stock you know it keeps all my batteries and stuff in that when they introduced that that just kind of opened everything up for me i i was looking at some stuff but i, I couldn't really find anything but man you and i've been going back and forth about packs and what we're gonna try to do this year you know i bought a new camera um, I'm trying to go a little lighter just cause I was carrying a lot of weight and mm-hmm. just a few items, you know, it's not like I'm carrying the kitchen sink in the woods. I'm fairly, you know, minimalist when it comes to, to get in the woods besides, you know, layering, uh, later in the season. Um, but I think we've got some ideas of how we're going to maximize, you know, the, the stuff we bring to bring the littlest. I mean, we sell film all the time. You know every hunt, so it's not like we can have this skeleton pack. Needless to say, and leave our leave our filming gear. We need a, a skeleton pack with filming gear, and um, I think we found it.
0: Yeah, tethered's making stuff possible, man, and uh, and that's why I like them because they're they're guys who do like we do. Um, I was actually talking to Greg yesterday. I think uh, Greg Godfrey get greg godfrey from tethered we were talking about this new saddle and uh you know kind of what our potential setups would be and he was like i think he he told me he did a weight um with his total setup like sticks platform predator pack lockdown saddle everything and it was like i can't it was like under 15 pounds it was like and that's yeah i know i'm I'm carrying at least thirty to forty pounds. I know I am. Yeah, and that's like it's like everything, dude. So it's it's pretty cool. And then of course, they've got the the carbon fiber, uh, platform that'll be coming out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, lots of new stuff from Tethered, actually this week. I mean, the Scorpion. Yeah, they
1: released that. Yeah, the little drop down thing.
0: Mm-hmm. The the gear getter when you drop something from yeah. the tree. You can grab it. Um,
1: that's, all, that's
0: almost like the uh, gear getter that Adam had. Yeah, that we got it, from it, uh, the, Haystack in Kentucky. The Haystack, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure we shared that story before. Met an old dude at, at a diner in Kentucky, and he started selling us hunting products. And Clayton Bond bought one, and Adam bought one. And it was like this tiny little like treble hook type deal. It was a little bitty, but it was sharp. And he claimed that it could pick up a... It was so sharp, it could pick up a phone by the glass. Like, like it would... If you could get underneath it, it could get a grip on the glass. That's what he claimed. I don't yeah, know. I'd,
1: I'd have to be pretty desperate to risk scratching my phone. You know, I'd just yeah. climb out. But, like, I've dropped drop my phone a couple times. Makes, makes me nervous. I've um, never done it. I have seen a thing... I've seen a thing that I that I've been wanting to get. It's like a rubberized thing that goes, like a case on your phone, but it's got one of those retractable wheels oh, yeah. to put on like your chest, you know, your chest rig or something. Yep. And so if you do fall, it catches it. So I can't remember what it's called, but I've been look I've been eyeing it for the past couple of years. Just I'm like, man, I don't need that. But did the I, see, I my phone.
0: Did I see something that Genesis? So Genesis just released that that little bar that goes like uh between your um
1: Yeah, the hip pinch prevention.
0: Yeah. I kind of I kind of want one of those. It like goes between your bridge, but did I see something that was like a little phone thing that can go in the middle of that? Yes.
1: Yeah, they Yeah, there's a clamp for your phone right there. See, that that sounds I pretty sweet. I think that gets, that gets a little too luxurious though. I mean I look on my phone enough as it is in the deer stand.
0: At, at what point is enough enough, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're going to start man, making let's little Let's
1: just get an iPad. Let's just get an iPad and hang it <laughs> off the side of the tree and watch videos.
0: Oh man. <laughs> I mean that Well, that's what that's what we're going to come to. I'm I'm really excited. It's it's pretty cool to see like where things were five years ago tether just said it celebrated a five-year anniversary um so before they entered into the space you i mean you're talking about like i i remember that first filming setup that i bought and it was a relatively mobile setup you know and that wasn't even that long ago five yeah. years ago um and now we're talking What what, about, what what arm did you have i had a fourth arrow carbon arm um okay. With the big... That's big better than huge, what I had. They had the big, huge, bulky base, though. Um, yeah. Uh, you know you what? Could, like, you ended up... I lied. My very first camera arm was the little screw-in Allen one <laughs> that you could buy <laughs> at Walmart. Um, yeah. And it has a a, a like a metal... It's like steel, as heavy as crap. It's got a big screw out the mm-hmm. end of it. It's just not convenient and. Any, or legal I, w- <laughs> I
1: I have mixed feelings about that whole deal um, with the screw in stuff um, I think it's okay but nobody asked me um, I have some videos where you can see I have a screw in in the tree just take it out just don't leave it Well, that's it- their biggest concern I've, I've talked to them about it. it they're worried about them leaving it and then there being a timber harvest and then that messing up the product That's what Um, I heard. Which, unfortunately, you know, I think the screw-in steps for the lock-ons is what really messed it up. Because how many times do you walk through the woods and there's a big old oak tree with grown-in metal, you know, screw-in steps? All the time. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's that's what ultimately led to that. Um, My first camera arm was a muddy outfitter arm. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. It was the... Triangular, you know, base thing that kicked out, and I was filming out of a climber, and I had me an old Amazon remote that every time I'd zoom, it'd click, it. and it was just—I thought I, I thought I had the the ticket, man. I was like, I made it. I I'm doing this. Do you
0: have any videos that are up on the channel right now that were that were filmed with that setup?
1: Oh no, well, yeah,
0: setting it all up No, they weren't. you didn't kill anything
1: no, i know i bought it when i was in college um there's a few videos from uh on the old southern pursuit channel um with it but uh man carrying that in with that, a climber and my big camera you know it was uh man i don't i don't know if i could you know i, I could, i'd struggle if i could do it I, don't, I didn't go near as far um
0: and look at it now I mean, nothing. We're talking about like carrying a, basically carrying everything in a fanny pack. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's <laughs> wild. I,
1: now, did you did you ever hunt with a fanny pack before you started filming? Um, I turkey hunted with a fanny
0: pack before I started filming.
1: I was big. I had one of those
0: Badlands fanny packs.
1: I did have. Um, I did. It I did legi- use a fanny
0: pack in the climber when i when i used the climber yeah it was legit sure did
1: that was my bet that was my best setup i could i could put all my filming gear and i just have to carry i mean you you've seen like midwest whitetail videos where they're carrying in their muddy base in Mm -hmm. their hand you know they've got the arm put up and they just carry the other in their hand that's that's essentially what i did um and i i thought i was so cool man get up there i left i Going back to the little tool that you were talking about, grabbing things up, I got up in the tree one day, and I dropped the um, other side of the. Like I had my ratchet strap, I had the ratchet part, but the other side with the loop fell, and it, I wasn't getting down. Deer were. I'd already seen a couple of deer. I had to use my pull up rope, man. I had to rig something up with my pull up rope and, and <laughs> cinch that sucker down. Uh um, I think I ended up seeing some deer that day I've after used,
0: that. I've used my tether before as I've, I dropped the strap for my camera arm. Uh, and I used my, uh, my, I guess it would be not my tether, my lineman's belt. Um, once I'm, cause once you're already strapped in, once you're already tethered in and clipped in and everything, you still got your lineman's belt. I don't wear mine while I'm in the tree. And so I just used yeah. that with the rope men and I cinched it down and then, and then, uh, cammed the the camera arm and it actually worked. Um, hey, it worked pretty good. Whatever you can get. Yes, um, sir. you know,
1: we could we could go many directions for this podcast. We're, I love it, just shooting the bull. Yeah, this, this is pretty much all I mean, we're doing. That's we, we don't yeah, have a, and a
0: plan for today.
1: No, no tactics. You know, we've um, kind of just getting back in our ground. I mean, you and I haven't talked as much as we usually do just because we've been so busy. So, we're just catching up. Y'all get to hear a little bit about it, um, and got a lot coming up. Um, a lot planned for this deer season, which is exciting. We're going to hunt a lot of places. That's what's going to be fun, dude. Um,
0: a lot of places. That, um, that's cool. I want people to to like, like you said, we've got really exciting plans, um, that that are going to happen, that are happening, that are rolling. Right now, as we speak, um, can't tell anybody about that except our, our Patreon members. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, yep. yeah, like that's, that's about, that's about the people that, that, uh, that are on the inside scoop of everything. And, uh, it's going to be an exciting fall. I'm really, I'm really pumped about it. Um, here's, here's what I'm most excited about
1: for this season it's that you're going to be running some cameras. This will be like the first year that you're diving into really running cameras. Yep. Um, I'll be curious to see how that affects you. Cause I know at the end of last year, you put one up and it was like, I got, I got a picture. I got so many pictures this day. There's this stupid limb in the way it's triggering my camera. And it was just so cool to see like your frustrations and whatnot. Um, I've got a couple cameras out right now, and I've got some pretty cool bucks on camera um, in my city limit spots, and then i got a couple in on public. But did I tell you about my camera that got smashed?
0: No. I, yeah, I, so, I saw your pictures that you sent of that freak deer.
1: Yeah, the the Medusa. That's what I call it. It's a, it's a they the
0: Matt's naming
1: name deer I, around here. I don't know. <laughs> now, look. I, I named it last year when I saw I Medusa. Medusa. I, I barely got a picture of it, and I noticed it was in velvet. And what it is, folks, is like just imagine a a stump, um, and it's just got stumps with a bunch of little pricklies on both bases, and he stays in velvet all year. I, something's wrong, you know, down down there below the belt line with him. Um, could be a doe. I don't know. That's a it. I, I should just call it they. Them.
0: I think that. <laughs> I think they're actually. I think like when they're cactus bucks like that, that's what they're they're referred to he's got like a cactus rack um yeah and and i don't know that many of those aren't does when i see people kill them usually they it's a doe with antlers yeah, it, and that's why it keeps its, the fe- its which medusa is fitting it's actually if it is a doe yeah, medusa it, is perfect yeah it's uh its face though looks like a buck to me
1: um just because it's real like shallow and veiny you know that just like really looks distinctive to a buck to me because uh, a, because a, of a velvet buck i mean i got a dang good picture you know we um I, I sent it to y'all sent it to all our patrons um all that stuff but no on the camera i had a moultrie edge out and it was where i was hunting i got names for these two deer too it was called frank and dwad um i got frank sheds for the last two years yeah yeah get get some of that um but uh i went out there had on a mineral lick and i get there and i can't i I can't find my camera and i look and a tree had fallen and had like it didn't like take out the tree that it was on but it just like grazed the side of it it just took all the bark off of it and took the camera with it and it uh put a big old crack in it knocked the antenna off and i was debating on calling moultrie and i looked up their warranty and it said that they uh don't warranty that stuff so that's unfortunate there's a hundred dollar camera gone but uh i made up for that on a little purchase this week um don't don't don't
0: don't share share all of it
1: i wish we could no 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 i no i'm not no i just i made a financial took out a loan and bought a bunch more uh (laughs) cameras because i i like cameras man well i I really do
0: um i'm I've been. I've tried to be pretty strategic with where, uh, with what I say. You know, there's been conversations a lot about uh, cell cameras and their usage, and I have my own opinions on them. Um, But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be gone, like, yeah, most of the fall until, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. I guess. So I'm not going to be doing the normal hunting in Alabama that I that I usually do. I'm going to be coming in right about the time that the rut kicks in, which usually I have a lot of knowledge built up about the different areas, what's holding deer, what which areas you know the does are hanging out in, um, just stuff that I'm not going to get this year, um, intel that I'm not going to get. But and and I was just perfectly fine with with not doing that and and whatever because I don't really have the the funds to just go out and buy a bunch of cell cameras to you know replace me going and hunting uh but yeah. well the, you know you can let me go to all these spots i'll give you an update on them <laughs> well if they're anything like they were last year good luck um Golly, we we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that yeah new season new us uh but, um, we, but we got we got a pretty uh pretty sweet found a pretty sweet deal on some some trail cameras so i i did the same thing and i i purchased yeah. a whole bunch of them and we'll see how it goes um i'm pretty excited i'm, I'm excited I had this a bu- fall just in general though so
1: yeah i had a buddy um you know walmart puts stuff on sale all the time um in their hunting section and like well mark it down for like stupid and uh Tacticam Reveal, he got, He went there. He owns a little buy and sell Amazon, eBay account, whatnot. It's called Ye- I think it's called Yellowhammer Deals or something like that. And uh, he goes, dude, I found these trail cameras. I said, what? You know, I'm expecting like Wild Games or something. No, man, he, he pulls out a Tacticam Reveal X. And he goes, I bought them for $25 a piece. And I was like, well... Put me a couple, you know, put me a couple to the side. I mean, those are $120 cameras. Um, and that just, that blows my mind that they can be marked down that low, but they're priced at what they're priced. Like, what's the, you know, what's the margin? What's the losing point of these products? And no. uh, I guess if you make them in China, you can yeah. sell them for five bucks. Yep. Um, Pretty much. Just, just one of them things um parker i had a question i wanted to ask you um throughout your hunting years with saddles i know you've had a lot of different sticks um or no you've just really used two different kinds of sticks right
0: no i've had four
1: okay okay you've had four um i've used three um have you ever gotten up there and a
0: stick kick out on you and fall to the ground like your top stick do you want to know more about saddle hunting Well, you can go to tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you know me, you know that I love to have a system for all of my hunting equipment, where everything works together, and we preach about it a lot on this podcast. When you buy from Tethered, you can rest easy knowing that all your gear is designed to work together as a system. Saddles, platforms, ropes, climbing sticks, and a ton of other great gear just for saddle hunting can be found by visiting tetherednation.com today. That's tetherednation.com. Check them out. Whether you're looking for a new knife for the field or the perfect everyday carry, you've got to check out Join or Die Knives from Richmond, Virginia. Join or Die is a small shop and a custom knife maker dedicated to creating handmade knives that are cut above the rest. They make custom handmade knives to fit any need from the field, the kitchen, or just an everyday carry, and they come in several different steel and finish options. They've also got a ton of options for the handle as well. Plus, if you don't see something you like, you can always order a completely custom knife forged to your exact specs. I highly recommend you check them out. Get yours at joinordieknives.com and use the code SGHUNT to save 10%. That's all uppercase, all one word. S G H U N T. I, I have, um, but not uh, the first sticks that I had that I've had that has not done it is the one sticks from tethered. Um, now, yeah. I will say that the uh, when I had the Lone Wolf custom gear. Um, double step sticks. I love those sticks. They're great sticks. And I would recommend them to anybody, but the, uh, my attachment method, I was using the daisy chains. Um, and so it's kind of inconsistent based on the tree that you're, that you're in. Um, yeah. If there was a little bit better way that I could have used to cinch it down, whether it be like a rope mod or, uh, you know, I, I don't know all the different options that there were, but it was just that—that that was really the only reason I think that happened. The hawk heliums, uh, both sets of hawk heliums that I've had, were—I mean—notorious for for kicking out.
1: Man, you you were mad. You were mad at them things. You cut them down, made them tiny.
0: Yeah, and I—I
1: I, I, I would I've, not trust that.
0: I've had, uh, let's see, I've had one full set of. Hawk Heliums. I had another of when they came out with the minis. No. Yeah, you probably made them I make the remember. minis. Yeah, I mean, the the minis that I made were pretty great. Um, I liked them um, because it helped a little bit with the with kicking out when they were small. A little bit smaller. The bigger ones, like my dad uses the bigger ones now. And when we were in Kentucky this last year, he had one day where he got up in the tree and tried to get back down and it's kicked out. And basically Mm -hmm. on his on his first stick, you know, underneath him, uh, his tops, his top step kicked out and he was just like stuck there. Um, Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty bad, you know. And so it's just. Yeah, they're not they're not great at it. Have you ever had it happen? I
1: yeah, I had it happen one time and it fell all the way to the ground. And that was when I was using a two step aider. And so oh, no. you're yeah, so like I I ran my tether out as far as it could go and I sat on my butt on my uh platform. And then I um what I do? I unhooked and shimmy down the tree. Like I did you know how you'll like just like your toe will just be stretching and like you're just trying to catch catch the stick? that's that's where i was i was in i was in a bond but i ended up being able to get down and put the stick back up and finish my hunt out but just little things like
0: that do you remember uh when we were when we were hunting south alabama this year um and there was a dude that had set up kind of like right behind me that morning yeah uh the morning i shot that buck and uh Whenever I walked past him, my dad came over to help me drag that buck out, and I was walking past him. He was like, "Hey, can I get a little bit of help?" He had he had had a stick fall out. I can't remember if it was a stick or his platform. One of them fell mm. out from underneath him, um, and he was like major stuck. Like he he was there was so much tension on his tether, and his tether was too high for him to reach, so he couldn't he couldn't do anything. Like it was pretty bad um that that's a terrible position
1: to be in it is um but with with all this said you know we've talked to kind of a little bit about our camera gear we talked about our stick setup like we've come a long way in in gear overall and it's just wild like you, i thought when the muddy sticks came out and people were doing these lightweight lock-ons it like that was the ticket like that's that's and i and i had that i did that for a little while um It was fine, but now, dude, like, I have preset-hung lock-ons. I hate sitting in them. I just hate sitting in them. Like, I just... It's not a... I wouldn't say it's, like, a safety. It's kind of a safety thing. I feel safer in a saddle than I do in a lock-on, 100%. -hmm. But I feel so exposed, man. Like, I like to have something between me and the deer. I like to be hidden. Um, Yeah. And, like, with a climber and all that, you just... You don't get
0: that. Yeah, dude. I mean... We started the we started this podcast about five years ago, um, and so a lot of this a lot of this has progressed. You know, with if people started listening to Southern Ground back then, I mean, where just where just the, the industry I guess has shifted from from then till now is pretty amazing, um, and it's really shifted a lot of the the. Manufacturing and things have been shifted in our direction, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat to see yeah, you, to see that. You know, and, and a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, the, this, I guess, style of hunting, kind of coming to light, and and people are people are flocking to it. It's, yeah, it's I mean, really you, you
1: see, you see these bigger companies. Um, I'm not gonna say names, but they they try to get into the same space and they've got they've got what they were good at but they can't really jump out into the other stuff and that that's fine there's a place for it um but it it's awesome that you know companies like tethered you know they've I mean they they started out with just a couple products and before I got on the saddle kick I I did not know how they made it I don't know how I didn't know how they stayed afloat to keep the the business they had because I was like man it these people ain't buying these tree diapers and, and going and hunting out of them. Like there's not that many people doing it. And then you, you know, pull the curtain back and you see the potential um, of what's happening. Now look at them, they've got more products and you can look at on their website, um, you know, from, from packs, turkey vest, and they're just getting broader and broader and they're all quality products. They just they um, just
0: built and, and opened basically a a huge warehouse facility. Like like it's a it's a it's a large company. We've we've gotten to see yeah. we've gotten to see companies like that go from startups to like freaking industry leaders. That's pretty and, sweet.
1: And that's and like the events you went to this past weekend. Like I just saw the clips. You know the highlights of it. I I'd, I'd have loved to have been there just to see the. They I think they had a table that I saw and it was like the evolution of the platform and what it uh, was, what it is, and you know what it or what it what it was, what it. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what it from what it was to what it is now. That's yeah. that's what they had out there, and just to see the progression, you know, it had the same same central idea, but just a couple things tweaked here and there. Um, it got better and better um saying that i used to get like the old bass pro shop field and stream magazines and whatnot and they had a like a old ad for a guy who saddle hunted and all it was was this guy up on a tree not even with like a a round rope it was just a a piece of material and in this full suit of some kind of contraption just with his feet on the side of the tree lean, leaning at a 45 you know and i'm like what idiot is going to get up in the tree with that <laughs> I, i'm that idiot now you know but like you, we were saying it's just been tweaked so much to now it's it's a lot more feasible now and easier to use and just overall a better better product well, you got- i think there's a
0: I was just gonna say you've got guys like Austin, with Genesis three D printing, um, who have now, you know, I mean, pretty much if if there's anything that you don't like about a piece of equipment from one of these manufacturers, yeah, Genesis three D printing has something to fix it. You know what I mean? We'll like just print
1: it. We'll just print it up. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean it's a it's a neat progression, and uh, and that's kind of like. It's I guess maybe the theme of, the theme of the show. You know, you talk about cell cameras. So when five years ago, I was probably more anti-cell camera. Um,
1: you you had to be a wealthy sucker to have camera cell cameras five years ago. That's right. I think I, the the first few cameras I bought was when Spy Point first came out and they had a budget friendly camera, and you know. I mean, you, you when they first came out, what what was the company? It was Spartan Ford, Ford not Spartan Forge, Spartan Cameras and Covert. I think those were the two. Yeah, they were like 400 dollars a camera. Now you can buy a hundred dollar camera and it sends you what those cameras used to send you. <laughs> yeah, um, just just wild. Um, and then going from a regular camera that cost a hundred and sixty bucks. And there's still some out there today but now you can get a regular camera for 30 bucks yeah uh, and that's that can be on the high end i that's mean right. there's some something like 20, 25 bucks and i run those all the time um but man it's it's so cool and like we can talk you could talk about the camo how how we've yeah. you know went from freezing to death and just what we thought was good stuff and now we finally got some good stuff and it's working and I'm on the hunt for some good boots. Um, I know I told you I bought those Krispies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think they're for me.
0: Can you um, send them back? I think
1: I'm a, yeah, I can send them back. I got a thirty-day uh, guarantee. Just I was too gonna stiff. try different. Yeah, they're very stiff. They feel like it's like you said. I feel like I got cinder blocks on the bottom of my feet. It it's for some people, but man, you know what boots I run? I run the. I have those on clouds, and then the. Uh, windrows from lacrosse yep and if i could have those windrows from lacrosse and they'd be waterproof like completely waterproof um i'd love them so if you're listening to this and you know of a boot that fits like a lacrosse windrow and it's waterproof us because i need i need to know <laughs> um but i mean for the money you know those are great boots it probably you know would be a great boot, but for my style of hunting and how i you know move around how i walk um and plus i was kind of buying them for work too uh to kind of get a two-in-one deal um but yeah i mean i don't wear rubber boots anymore i just so unless I, I got across the creek
0: i have to i have to wear them a lot since i use boat a lot yeah, um, yeah. i don't really have much of a choice but but um, but you don't
1: have a long walk you don't have a very I don't, long I don't
0: have long walks usually when I do that. Uh, I do have the crispies that I use. Um, it's a little bit easier now that I'm using a boat, uh, to like pull up to the bank enough and have enough stability to where I can put on all my stuff and get all my gear out of the boat without having to actually get in the water. You know what I mean? Like right. Like yeah. you can get away with a little bit more, a kayak. Sometimes you have to get out and pull it, uh, to get up to the shore and you can't really like grab all your stuff and balance quite as easy. So Dude, it's, I, it's a little I, easier, but so sometimes I actually, uh, I actually do use my, my crispies on, on boat hunts. Uh, just depends on where I'm at, yeah. where I'm going, but I like them.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I'm not a boat. I don't. I'm not a boat hunter. I got that. I got the opportunity to, to do it with you to hunt out of a boat. And man, you get so stinking muddy. All your stuff gets mud on it. That drove me nuts. Like I'm. I was sitting there with my bow, like cradled in my arms, just so it wouldn't get any mud on it and get you know get muddy. And you're back there just like, let's go.
0: <laughs> it's the first hunt of the year. You just you don't yeah, want your clean, nice bow getting all.
1: Yeah, I was just Gross. like, I don't need a scratch or or nothing on this thing. It's uh, I still got uh, the,
0: the, I still got Kentucky mud on that CP twenty eight. I'm pretty sure. I it, believe it, it, it doesn't leave. It no, don't leave. no, it, it, it holds. There. It
1: holds tight. Man, I wish we would got Andrew falling on camera on that bank when he was slipping.
0: <laughs> because I was the I was that guy, dude. So my first. My first time to this particular place. This is we really have no point behind this podcast, um, <laughs> but Love sometimes it. it's just good to get to just talk. You know what I mean? So my first time out to this place, I was uh, I pulled up in my kayak to a spot that I had marked. I did not think about the about the shoreline being steep and muddy. That's just not something that I was considering um because most of the places that I had chosen to get out were like what looked like creek bottoms you know that led right down into the water so it just wasn't something that I was considering turns out I really needed it and at this point I was still using a climber and so I had my climber um I had all of this filming equipment and this was back when I had a crap ton of filming equipment on this first hunt and it's an evening hunt and it's hot and dude by the time I got up this basically this steep muddy ledge I thought I was gonna die I mean I had made it I'd officially made it five yards away from the truck but I just or from the from the boat but I just kept slipping and sliding and dropping my stuff and cussing and just god I was so mad About Um,
1: the time you think you get, got footing, it, it gives way. Like you go to trust it and man, it just, it leaves you.
0: It does, man. And the, these hunt, that hunt was, that particular hunt was in September. So it was hot. Mosquitoes are everywhere. And you're like, you just, I started out the whole trip, um, basically in, in a bad way. And that year, um, I believe THP was also in Kentucky for an early season hunt and 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 this is this is just Kentucky in general and a lot of places in Tennessee um it's just slick mud, steep banks, whatever. Uh but they had the same issue and I want to say they were using like a like a an anchor to throw up to yeah. some trees and then climb up. Uh cuz yeah, like rappelling, yeah. rappelling down and going up. Yep. But man but it's it, it's we've come a long ways matt <laughs> we've come a long ways
1: we 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 have and that's it's fun to look back on and tell tell fun. the stories um you know what you know what you else know. is
0: fun what uh getting new bows that's fun
1: yes getting new bows can i come
0: see you yet has everything come in yet not yet are you N- kidding me not not quite yet <laughs> so, so you may shoot you may have uh, I don't know if the if the ad is gonna play. actually, you know what, let's let the ad play right now. This episode is brought to you by Bowtech, the industry leader in cutting edge archery technology. Now I've got to tell you about the new lineup of bows for this year, especially the new Carbon One, which is what I'm going to be taking in the woods this fall. The Carbon One is equipped with Bowtech's game-changing technology, the deadlock cam system, designed to be the quickest and easiest way to achieve perfect arrow flight without the use of a bow press. The strategically engineered carbon riser paired with the orbit dampeners will have this bow feeling completely dead in your hands. And if the carbon 1 isn't your style, Botech has a solid line of other new bows for 2023 like the SS34, the CP30, and the SX80. You can see Botech's full selection by visiting Botecharchery.com today. So, now you've heard an ad for Botech, and we actually started this uh partnership with them last year uh for video stuff, and they're gonna be joining the podcast realm with us and uh and so we've got some freaking sweet carbon ones, and uh we're still waiting on a few things, but um man, I was talking to the to the patreon guys today. I was like, you will never hear me complain about any partnership ever, but whenever <laughs> like, whenever you really, really want to go out and shoot, and yeah. I, I could shoot the bow that I'm going to be shooting this year if I had everything, or I mean, I, I could shoot the, the bow that I had last year, that I used last year, my CP28, but I'm like, I don't want to get out there, get comfortable shooting that, and then have to switch to this other bow whenever I... Yeah, so I'm just like all these guys are talking about it, going out and shooting and practicing and I'm like, ah, I just got to look at this beautiful bow, but I will say it is sexy. It is sweet. That's,
1: you know I'm a fan of a carbon bow, like yep. I've I've shot a carbon bow since I got out of my youth bow. Like that's just it's what I do. Um so I'm I'm excited to see how it how it feels. Um I'm excited about the color.
0: I haven't even taken um, yours out of the box, man. I know,
1: man. That's that's so nice of you. Um, <laughs> I'm
0: I'm I'm pumped like, about this partnership, though. I I really like pink. this company. Yours is it may pink. Be pink. I, I I
1: probably have a surprise in there.
0: You got the Eva Shockey edition.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> the the killer. It's going to be a fun partnership, um, though. I really like yeah, these, I, these
0: guys. It's it's a sweet company, man. They do. Really good work, and, I mean, Bowtech, I took it into Jared. I, I posted that video last year, and, and like, uh, bow nerds like Jared, like the guy who's been working on my bow, like uh, Jordan Pope, who's been on here, guys like that seem to really like the, the technology that's in a, in the deadlock system, uh, the deadlock cam system with, with these Bowtechs, a lot of the newer ones. And so, you know, I mean – yeah, I'm a fan, huge fan.
1: Yeah, I'm. I li- like, like you said, I like, I like what they do, um. What they're about, kind of their mission behind everything, and like you said, we'll have them on in the future and talk about it, and just really, you know, I know there's a lot of different bow companies out there. Um, everybody can be a little biased towards uh, one or the other. They're all about the same. Um, yeah,
0: everybody makes a great just, bow these days. It's all about the person who's holding it, man. That's right. Mm, it's all about them. Sometimes he sucks, man. Golly. I've
1: sucked. I've sucked a lot. I sucked a lot last year.
0: <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about last year.
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: Well, Matt, we're gonna, uh, uh, you know, we could keep talking, and, and we could we could talk our lives away right here, probably. Just if 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 anybody's, if,
1: yeah, if anybody's still listening, we, y'all are our folks we appreciate y'all like if like that is our group and if you are still listening in our group hold hold tight with us you know it's,
0: it's going to be a great ride
1: this season
0: that's right from that man thanks for showing up good conversation Confed about the future right hey guys thanks for listening to this week's episode of the southern ground hunting podcast You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook or Instagram or subscribing to the YouTube channel. And you can be sure to check us out at southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, read some blog articles, and all that good stuff. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next week.
1: No, no,